This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us today for the opposition preview, the opening game of the 2023-24 season, Richard Honey, QPR fan, how are you? Good to have you back. Great to see you guys. Hello all Watford fans. Hope you're all doing well. The first guest to appear... Three times yes. on the opposition view, he is. which means wow. you get a fr- you get a free Watford scarf if you hand in that shit kicking. No, no. <laughs> never. We haven't taken long. <laughs> yes, Richard. For the for those listening, is is wearing a resplendent uh, a blue and white Queens Park Rangers scarf around around his shoulders. It's, there's there's no getting around it. It's the old local rivalry back. <laughs> Do you know, I've, I've spent the last 10 minutes looking for a scarf. I thought I had dozens kicking around the house, but I had to dig it out of my son's wardrobe. And in his wardrobe, I found my very, very first QPR shirt from back in, I think it was 81 or 82. Uh, and I, I found it. And uh, a couple of years ago, I looked on eBay to see what it was worth. And you guys probably think it's not worth anything. But it'd be worth, worth, a, worth a ton, at least, I imagine, nowadays. If not guess, more. 150 yeah. quid, which yeah. to be honest with you, I thought it would be worth thousands, but 150 quid. <laughs> 150. Well, in, in, in fairness, in fairness, most most of my old shirts are worth a fortune now because that's just that's just because the amount of cloth that they'll take. But that's fine. Is that um, a Guinness um, sponsorship? Is it just Guinness before one? that, uh, Carlos? Before. It was um, before sponsorship actually. So it's just got the Adidas Adidas symbol. No, nothing. No number on the back. Nothing at all. But those shirts are on eBay for 150 quid. But do you know what? What does 150 quid get you? Nothing. I don't. Well keep it. I don't know if I should confess this or not. I yeah. Oh, no. I I actually. You've have... got one, Justin. Have you got one? Is that oh, your confession? I've got... You have got one, Justin. I've got You've a. Fly... Got a QPR shirt. I've got a fly KLM one from eighty. <laughs> Brilliant. Eighty eight, eighty nine. But the extenuating circumstances are 
that my dad was working with Adam McDonald at the time, which is why I got given it. So I, I, I don't, I wouldn't even know what that is now, but I have got a Fly KLM one with a five on the back from 88, 89. Well, go, we'll cut that bit out. That won't be going. That won't yeah. be going in. Yo, oh, yes, it fucking will. 81. <laughs> he's, a, he's a turncoat, everybody. We always suspected Justin was a turncoat, and he is. Something um, dodgy about him. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to that kind of era, and especially that shirt, as I remember, does bring in a what for QPR connection, because that must have been around the time, if not. Certainly, certainly a little bit later when you got to the FA Cup final in '82, which was played yeah. over a replay, and you yeah. were captained by a certain Glenn Roder, who yeah. obviously became manager of Watford and a player of what? What did what do people remember of Glenn Roder? Because he was a cultured player and he was very well considered at Rangers, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I started supporting them, and he was in the team when I supported them as a little boy, and he was class. He he had a, a he used to step over the ball. So before Ronaldo, before Ronaldo was doing it, Glenn Roder was doing it, and he was doing it, bringing it out of defence. He was the last line, and he was stepping over the ball. He was just classy. He, he, I mean, he was pigeon-toed, wasn't he? Yeah. And he, he was lovely to watch. I mean, that era, I, I just don't know how we attracted that sort of player to us. He came from Orient, I think, if I remember. He did. Um, he did. And he was an ex-Arsenal youth player. Went to Orient. We picked him up, and he was in the team for a long time. And I, I can't remember how or when he lost his place. I think he lost his place probably to the McDonald's and the Steve Wicks of the world. He was, he was brilliant. I loved him. I thought he, he was one of my favourite players growing up. Rest in peace. He was a good guy, wasn't he? He was. He was a tremendous, tremendous uh, gentleman. And possibly yeah. it, whenever you saw him or spoke to him, it, you, you would lay money that this man was many things, but never, ever was he a footballer. And oh, yet no. he was such a good one. Which was oh, wonderful. he was a good player. He was a, he, do you know what? He was an exceptional passer. I mean, he was in the team with Tony Curry. And those two, boy, could they oh, pass the ball. Tony Curry, everybody. Yet more Watford you know, connections. What more can you want? He, start, he started with Chesham, came to us, played about 19, 20 games, and then Sheffield United came in for Tony Curry. And yeah. when, we did, when we did this with, with, with Chad, who we can now talk badly on, because let's face it, those bastards are in the Premiership at Sheffield United. <laughs> He'd never heard of him. And then when we said, you know, we did the one, two, three, and he went, oh, yeah, Tony Curry, I thought it was him. No, you you've bloody got, didn't. You you've got a lot. stand named after him. Yeah. Yes, so yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Well done, Chad. Go and enjoy your Premiership football and your, your money. That's, that's, anyway. that's real football, isn't it? Isn't, isn't that real football, the Premier League? Yeah. Yeah, it's where it's where people go when they've got a Meccano stadium that they still haven't fucking built yet. Anyway, never mind. Um, so, He's so, got in early there. Not, not that we're bitter in any way, shape, or form, but we do Five have minutes a mutual, in. It's we have a mutual foe in in them up the road who shall yeah. not be discussed. Anyway, yeah, they, they won't score a goal, let alone get a point this year. Well, let's oh, be hoping that, that that's still saying that on Saturday. Last season, obviously, both of us have had fairly rancid seasons. We went through three three managers. You went through three managers. You've ended up with uh, with the long haired Gareth Ainsworth, who I've always thought the the jury was out on. I've I've seen some fairly strange team building videos with uh, with Gareth in with a lot of slightly cynical looking young footballers going, "What the fuck are we doing here? How has everybody taken to him at QPR over the longer term? Now he's in pre season." What do, you, what do you think the jury is saying? I'm going to kill myself soon. 
should we, should we talk about the Oxford game? You no, can't deny it. Not. You can't deny it. We smoothed you in there with Glenn Roder and then fucking hell, yeah. Gareth Ainsworth. Yeah. <laughs> it's been um I mean he he's loved at the club because he just gave it his all. He was never he was never a, a what I would consider a cultured player. He was a hundred percent scored the odd amazing goal, fluked the odd goal, uh, ran down the wing, played with a broken leg. Every QPR fan loves him. But ma- managerial wise terrible record haven't seen it doesn't seem to be able to get the best out of our flair players which is a real worry because we're going to end up selling those players for nothing and then as carlos has mentioned oxford on saturday to take thousands of fans away very optimistic when i mean lose five nil apparently they didn't have i didn't see it but they didn't have a shot on goal they played absolutely dreadfully they've lost another center back they're going to start the season at your place with no recognized center back i don't think i, I spoke to a, a chap who was at the game and he said it's possibly one of the worst not just performances games he's ever seen yeah for, for qpr i know it's a preseason yeah. friendly it's hard to, to to judge isn't it but yeah we, we you know the, the previous preset pre-season friendlies i don't think we played that badly i don't think we've set the world alight but we've not played bad but saturday is a real worry because you're one week from the start of the season you your pre-season's pre-season you can you can you can make a case if it's the beginning of that period but you should be fit by now and you should be nearly there i think it's a fair point i'm not a professional football player but you know, you've got a big game coming up, first game of the season. You don't want to lose it. If you're away from home, a draw is a good result. But to lose 5-0, the confidence must be shot already. And, you know, I was talking to a mate today. Going to Watford for us at any point of the season, I think, is going to be a tough game for us. And uh, to get anything out of any at any point of the season at Watford for us is difficult. And on the back of a 5-0 whipping against a team that's in the, the division below us, is a, is a major concern. Ten days ago, I thought, yeah, we'll go to Watford. We might get something. But now, I I, I dread to think what the score's going to be. Really. I um, I don't know if you you look at some of these other podcasts, the the, the, the seventy two or whatever they're called, or uh, the, the championship experts. Everyone I've seen has got QPR to go down this season. Yeah, every single yeah, I one. Say that, yeah. Yeah, and it, well, you just got to look at the bookies. We're, we're third, four favourites to go down. I, I want to be optimistic, but op- optimism for me this season is relegation. That, that's I can't opt- see that's optimism. Other than relegation. <laughs> that's I can't optimism. see anything else. I, I really can't. I look at. I, I don't even look at the other teams. I'm not even looking at the other teams because I think, well, we're just not good enough. We haven't. We've got no confidence. We haven't got good enough players. Enough of them. We've got some good players, but not enough of them. You're not going to keep. Even if a player was fit for the whole season, they're not going to keep form for the whole season. So what are you going to do? We haven't got a. We've got a striker. I think got six or seven goals last year. My son's got his name on the back of his shirt this season. I mean, I'm just thinking. God, <laughs> Lyndon Dykes is our number one player. Wow. Richard, 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 if you could just say, and my name's Uncle Ron, we can just use that for Watford, really, because that's, <laughs> that's, that's pretty perfect, because we've had... We've sold or we've got rid of or we've released a whole host of players. We have uh, everybody is looking at how many players we've brought in, which is four or five, depending on how whether or not you consider whether or not we've signed a Georgian or not. But we shall see. But we're we're not quite sure of it. And also, I think it's fair to say that we're going to be slightly suspicious here because we have sat here with you twice when you said, "Oh God, no!" I don't you're believe gonna, you're, says. you're going to beat us. You're going to beat us. We've not won for nineteen games. Voila, the what? Yeah. Back four, home oh, come on. Yeah, you... I don't believe a word you say, but you've, you're leading us down the garden path here into a not... sense of security. <laughs> I promise you. We signed Jack Cole back today. Do you remember him? Yeah, I saw that. Yes, I saw that. I mean, 
33 years old, can't get in the Forest team. We sign him. He's our saviour. He <laughs> is our saviour. Jack Colback, God. And here we go. This is how boring I am. Having my tea tonight. I'm watching QPR Chelsea from 1980 on YouTube. The big match. The big match. What an institution. And yeah. I'm watching it. And I'm, I'm watching QPR. A 17-year-old Gary Waddock. A 17-year-old Wayne Faraday. A 17-year-old Warren Neal playing. And I'm thinking... And a 19-year-old Tommy Langley. And don't get me wrong. They're not world beaters. Where are all the 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds? Where are they all? Well, that's all we've got left. So you can have a couple of ours if we can. Oh, do you know, know what? We won't, we won't talk about Wayne Faraday and, uh, and Gary Waddock because they went in that lot that up the road as well. You know, if you, if you know your if you know your 80s yeah. footballers, they were fine players, but they did end up having a Bedfordshire postcode, which is, you know, not something anybody wants. If we look at some of, some of your players that you brought in, you just mentioned there, the king of ginger, Jack Colbeck, who is yeah. basically coming in and look, looks like Rupert Grint's stunt double. Which is fine. Now he's he's quite old, as you say, oh, at thirty three. You you have signed. Yeah, oh, there's there's always a couple. We're on our way to looting everybody. You've you've uh, you've signed Morgan Fox, who is only one oh. syllable away from being Megan Fox, which would be quite yeah. an impressive signing. Yeah. I have to say. Other than I that, I don't, yeah. I don't know much about him and other people who I don't know. But you have definitely signed possibly the most generically named player I have ever heard of, Joe Gubbins. I want a player called Gubbins. Do you know anything of this Gubbins? No. I know oh. he I know he I know he's shit enough not to get in our team to start, so he can't be that good. Um oh. I do I, I do this Fox fellow, I went on the Stoke forums. I mean, they couldn't wait to get rid of him. He's a left back, isn't he? He's um, a left back, yeah. um, left sided centre back. I mean, they're laughing their heads off at Stoke that we've taken him. I mean, all right, he's a free, but I mean, and again, I'm looking at the salaries of these players. Have you have you seen in the last 24 hours what the 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 the, the top clubs in our division are all paying their players? Well, we we've, we've spent we've spent all summer basically reducing ours, reducing ours chronically. Yeah. yeah. Well, Leicester have got like four or five. I know they've just come down, but they've still got four or five players on 90, 100 grand a week. If you believe what you read, Jack Colbeck must be on 1,500 pounds a week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, 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 I mean, if you look at the budgets, I mean, QPR are nailed on to get relegated if you look at the budgets. So so yeah. it's not the false dawn, I don't there, think. I think QPR are going to really struggle. There is, there is a few things going on in the background, though, financially with QPR that I've read about. So it's... Tony, Tony Fernandez has left, hasn't yeah, he, finally? Yeah, um, who, 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 who's now in there? What, what, what's the situation as far as uh, the fans know? Who knows? You know, <laughs> you know, I, I love your podcast. I get more out of coming on your podcast than I do watching QPR. Um, it's therapy. This is therapy. This is therapy. My friends. Trust um, me, don't worry. We'll be getting to the prediction league soon and, and yeah. rage will once more be induced. <laughs> I, I don't actually know. I, I think Amit... Mittal, the steel guy, still got 2% and doesn't do anything with it. I think they've got another fella from abroad who got 50% of it and he doesn't really do anything. I mean, they, I said they don't do anything. Apparently, they're pumping in £2 million a week to keep the club afloat, something or £2 million a month. I mean, I think all owners are having to put money in and this financial fair play, I mean, it's a joke. I mean, it's is, really... Is, I mean, is, is Mittal part of Tartar Group? Is that, is that, is, I'm sure you were connected with somebody from Tartar Group who are massive and you'd think that, you know, running QPR would be a rounding error, you know, in terms of the cost of it, but uh, zero, zero. No, zero, I think, zero. I think that the problem is, Pete, is FFP, we got stung, as you know, so badly that we're just literally, uh, you know, running the club by the letter of the law and you've got other clubs gambling this season to go up a little bit like you last year, you know, it's a three-year period and if, if you don't, 
you know, if you don't do it in three years and you spent, then you're knackered. You're out. You're out of the game unless you've got a good youth policy. Unfortunately, exactly. the parachute payments, it just ruins it, really. Because, you know, the, the bottom line is if you look at the league, if you go by what if, if we did a prediction of who you think is going to go up, we'd come up with the same teams. I mean, I guess you're not. I mean, I don't think Watford are going to be there or thereabouts this year. Whereas this time last year, I had you nailed on for playoffs, if not automatic. But this time around, I think you're mid-table. And and if you look at the teams, you're looking at Leicester, Southampton. They've not. They've still got a lot of good players. And then you've got other teams that have just missed out last year. I can't see clubs like Watford being anywhere near it this year, or West Brom. Or how come Birmingham have been spending money? Because they've just had a takeover. But there's and FFP, you... isn't there? I mean, yeah, but they. I mean, what, what, what their numbers have been previously, I've got no idea to be honest yeah. with you. But but bear, bearing in mind their their previous accountants, I don't imagine anybody quite knows what numbers have been going through there previously. But so uh, no no no, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. Stoke are definitely having a go. They've made uh, mm. they've made a real play. But that comes down to, and this is where this is where the FFP, you know, the financial fair play piece, is absolutely bizarre because mm. they they have been able to take 160 million pounds of debt the owners have quote unquote converted 40 million pounds of that debt into equity bearing in mind they owed it all you know they owned it all anyway earning an extra 40 million out of 100 percent is still 100 percent, and the other 120 percent they uh, 120 million sorry they forgave they just basically just not knocked the loan on the head so mm. that they're having another go to try to get in but of course they're bankrolled by bet 365 so put a tenner on the cesarewitch and they'll hope that it comes in i suppose cesarewitch blimey um, <laughs> wow cesarewitch thank you it's amazing the things that please I've not Justin. heard that for a long Very time. niche. It is brilliant. So, which which of the three teams who've come up do you think is going to perform best? There's Ipswich, ah, there's Plymouth Argyle, and then there's there's Sheffield Wednesday with their glorious bonkers owner. I love the yeah. championship. Welcome yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. We can't <laughs> wait to talk to them because your your chairman is a fucking hoot. Brilliant. Well, well, Sheffield Wednesday are massive, aren't they? According to their fans, they're massive. Um, everywhere they go, apparently. Everywhere yeah. they go, they're massive. Um, I think Sheffield Wednesday are going to struggle because of losing their manager. and they I don't think they've done too much in the transfer window. I think they'll find it tough in the championship. It's not an easy league, the championship. I think, you know, I think they'll struggle. I think they'll finish above QPR, but I think they'll struggle. I think that Ipswich are overrated, but I think they'll finish comfortably above the drop zone. I don't think they'll be in any trouble, but I think they'll go through phases of three or four losses and then they'll, they've will they got a good manager. Yeah, they've got good support. It's a novelty for them again to be on a roll back in the championships. So I think they'll I think they'll be okay. And the other one... I fancy Plymouth, I'll say. Do you? I think yeah, right. I mean, yeah. they're on a roll. I, I don't think they're going to threaten the top six. I think they're probably, again, mid-table because of the momentum. But again, in the, in our league, you've got to have a goal scorer, if not two goals. Sco- you've got to be getting 40 yeah. goals between two players to go anywhere. Are Plymouth, Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday going to do that? I don't think so. So, no. Not for me, any of them. Yeah, Ipswich scored a lot of goals last season. I think they were the top goal scorers in the in, in League One. But it's converting that and, and making that step in, in the championship is going to be difficult. But I, I, I've, I've said to these guys before, and I, and I say it to you, and whether you agree, I, I think this season is probably one of the toughest championships for a long time in terms of the teams that have come down and the teams that have come up. I, I, I think the teams coming up are good. Don't get me wrong. I think they're good. I think they're better. All three of them are, are probably going to finish above QPR. Don't you think really are finished. miserable this season. Oh, <laughs> and we haven't even started. Oh, oh. Yeah, look at it this way. If we score... What the thrill I'm going to get if we score, <laughs> let alone get a point. So, I'm, you know, I'm, my, my managing expectations here, Carlos, I'm like here 
You are. You're good. doing very I'm well with it as well. You did this to us last time and you stuffed us. Yeah. We are, in, in, the, in the sense of we were all going there for three points and we got the square Yeah, you see, the best story from last time, Richard, was when you were on holiday drinking Amaretto Sours and you were telling the waiters, <laughs> don't worry, we're going up, we're good, we're scoring goals. And then after that, you had, a, you had a horrendous season and you said, you know, we're dreadful. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you can imagine yeah. our disappointment the following Saturday when we lost 1-0. Yeah. Chris Wilder's first game, it was just one of those, you know. What happened to Wilder? He, he, I thought he was a good manager. Well, the story, the, the story goes five minutes into the game, he went, what the fuck have I done? <laughs> That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I don't know where he's, he's damaged his reputation, isn't he? I don't know what he's yeah. doing. I mean, yeah, he, he, he'll, he'll turn up at, at least got. One. He's got a Reading, hasn't he? Uh, is he Reading, is he? I think he's got a Reading, yeah. I can't stand, I can't stand Reading, so I wouldn't How, how come Redding. they're spending money? They got that on FFP. How come, that, you know, they just bought somebody, they signed somebody that QPR are after and they've, they've paid more money for him. I don't get it. I just don't get FFP. FFP, let's face it, it only affects the clubs in the championship. The ones in the in the premiership seem to kind of go, no, don't worry. We've just yeah. we, 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 we've just had uh, Emirates Airlines sponsor the name of our training ground or yeah. or, the, or the minibus or whatever it is, just to, to wash 600 million in and there he minibus. goes. You know. yeah. Well, always, always, always. So one, one of the things I wanted to check, because obviously we talked about some of the players who come in and Jack Colback has taken an, an unneeded uh, red-haired ribbing, but never mind some of the players obviously you've lost was Seni Dieng yeah. uh, but you've you've now bought in Begovic yeah is is that a reasonable but that's an, that's economic an that is you're an okay with that yeah Dieng's gone to yeah Dieng's gone to Middlesbrough and people were talking very highly of him we were uh, a lot of people was calling him out in terms of we would like an upgrade on our keeper potentially and one of him you know Dieng was kind of mentioned was he was he a bit of emperor's new clothes really he came into the team he, he was on the back of replacing a guy called Joe Lumley I don't know if you remember Joe Lumley yeah 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 not good. So anything was an upgrade on Joe Lumley. Uh, he was an average Division One keeper, Joe Lumley. He's not a championship goalkeeper. Hence Middlesbrough got rid of him. And so Dieng really didn't really have much to do to, to establish himself quite quickly. Made Had some good performances. But then the last six months of his QPR career, like most of them at QPR, they've been shocking. And so moving him on, he's the goalkeeper, let's be honest. You know, you need a good goalkeeper, but... If they're prone to mistakes, which is what he is getting out, put Begovic in. We'll get one year out of Begovic. Good. Um, he might save us from relegation. Good. He won't win us the league because we're not going to be up there. But if he if he can put himself about a bit, then he might help the young defenders. He might help Gubbins if he plays. <laughs> oh, there you go, Gubbins. You, you go. cannot you cannot beat Gubbins. And when you get a chance for Gubbins, I want to know what it is. That's going to be super. I don't even know what he looks like. I don't even know what he, he's been there about five years. I don't know what he looks like. Is he a big ginger geezer? <laughs> he's, he's, he's a ginger geezer. That... Place of birth, Oxford, and current market value fifty k. Wow. Oh, you can have a we could afford him. You could have Tom Ince for 50k. Blimey. He's 50k for a reason. He's 50k because he's not very good. He's our number one, he's our number one striker. Well, what can you say to that? This is great. You, you've also lost. You've also lost Chris Martin, who I, I appreciate. You know, people from Derby, and, and he's played all over the championship, really. But and I, and I appreciate he was kind of getting on. I think he was 34, 35. Have you got enough goals aside from the, the you know the individual player that you got up front? Well, do you know Chris Martin? Chris Martin. When we signed him, I thought, oh God, oh my God, we've really sunk. But I, I think. 
I think it was after the Watford game. I think we went on a terrible run. I think we lost to Blackpool and Wigan and places like that. And don't rub it in. So we you beat you, and then we went. You got, hammered, you got hammered, hammered at Blackpool, didn't you? you yeah. All right, Carlos. All right, Carlos. You hadn't uh, won for nineteen games. You beat Watford, and then you described the rest as, and then we went on a terrible run. <laughs> Can I just say, <laughs> how have no, we fallen? <laughs> well, we had we had Chris Martin in the team. I don't know. If, I don't know if we had him when we played Watford, but um, I took my lad to Blackpool away and Wigan away. And the only thing that I got out of those games was it was good fun to watch Chris Martin at corners tread on toes and elbow people. It was old fashioned fashion who fash the bash stuff. It was good oh, fun wow. to watch. Um, <laughs> but he was the only one willing to do that. And I think when you're in that relegation fight, you've got to, you've got to be a bit physical and the rest of them crumbled you know, really badly. But he, he was the only one. So I was quite disappointed when he left. He, he, he got, um, I think he got quite a good goal at Burnley when we beat them away um, at the end of the season to stay up. I, I'm, I was disappointed when he left, but he is 33, 34. I mean, you know, you've got to move on, haven't you? Very true. Jake Very Livermore. true indeed. J- Jake Livermore. Jake Livermore. Anyway, anyway, let's not oh, talk yeah. about Jake Livermore. Have you got Jake Livermore? Yeah. We have. Well, he's our yeah. star <laughs> signing. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't say things like it's that. Like it's signing of the of the uh, the transfer window here. I'd rather have Joe Cubbins than him. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's un- I I I don't know. I'm the jury's out on him personally. I think he brings something to to our squad. Yeah, he does. Age, a free stair lift. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. All right, I'm Bobby Zamora, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I think the time has come, God damn it, for the rubber to hit the road. I think before oh. we try and out, outperform who's worse than anybody, it's time to reprieve the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction League Season 2, 23-24. Now, this is going to go wrong. But those <laughs> Go wrong? It's never gone right. But those people who followed this last year... God bless you. You you are at the very zenith of the of the of the kind of followers that do not scratch your eyes need. You're at the you're at the intersection of very very patient and really easily pleased. That's what we're looking for from a, from a listenership. You'll know this. You'll know this. However, we have sat down and we've tried to work out how can we make the worst prediction league in the world that much worse. And we've managed it. I think we've managed it. What we are going to be doing is Justin and Carl, who managed to this lose is really to the, shit, by who the way. managed this is to so lose. Shit. To the EFL, who managed to lose to the EFL last season. This year, there's not three runners in there. You're joined by some other competition. There are going to be three others in addition in the league table. One of them is going to be one all. You are not going to be able to predict one all, which is going to force well, hang Justin on, hang on a oh, to actually, wait. To actually have to think about what he's going to Stop, fucking please. do. Stop. This has been dropped on me just as we're going to this do the fucking prediction agreed. league. Yes, I've heard I'm, about... I know. I've heard about... I've heard about... Sorry. 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 Have one all. Not that I'm going to choose it, but could I have it? Yeah, you can get it in before, Justin, if you wish. I, 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 don't, I don't think it'll be one all. 
Sorry. No, no. One, can... one all is going to be an entry. No, 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 no. Last year, stop. Last year, one all would have won. Stop. <laughs> stop. So I know about all the other changes because we've discussed these, but just as we're about to go into the prediction league, you're saying neither Carl or I can predict one all. Is that right? You can't do this. This is. I, I'm also yeah. saying our guest from the EFL can't, can't go one all either. So you just told Richard he could. Can I make a suggestion? Can I make a suggestion? <laughs> what if on, what if you get a prediction correct, then you get to keep you get a, like a one all in the bank? Oh, okay. No. Right. Yeah. Anyway, oh, where Carl, you, you shouldn't have said that because we could have done that. So, so. <laughs> This so, isn't wrong. In addition to that, in addition to that, you are going to be having artificial you just stupidity. Want to, you just Shut want up. us to lose to this other thing. <laughs> this is you. Oh, oh, yeah. Artificial stupidity is me drawing at random a scoreline where the top score is five and the lowest score is zero. And that is because our sixth one is John Parslow's backgammon. Now, John Parslow's backgammon. <laughs> this is great. This is Mr. John Parslow. You really friend succeeded of the in making this shit. I have, I have, but we're explaining it more. Here is his prediction as drawn via backgammon. Okay, so here we go with the first dice prediction for the opening game of the season. Watford surprisingly at home, but we'll take that. Six and six means zero for Watford. Sounds about right. And one and one means zero for QPR. Sounds like it's going to be a cracker, guys. Nil, nil. There you go. There you go. So the way John does this, we put a video on. He basically rolls the dice. I, I, and, I, and... I, I hope it's nil, nil. Well, he's, <laughs> he, he, he's gone nil, nil. You can't have that. The random artificial stupidity has picked Watford 3, QPR 2. So 3-2 has gone. So there we go. 3-2 has gone, as has nil all, as has 1-1. I'll let you select one one this season, this this game, if you wish, as you get your heads around it. But that's fine. Not that I'm sure you will. But as ever, as ever, you are guest, Richard. You get to select what the score will be when when the Hornets meet the hoops at Watford at three o'clock on Saturday. Okay, can I go? Go yeah, for go it. Go for it. Yeah. Watford three, QPR nil. <laughs> no I was going to have that. He's really throwing me under the bus now. This is great. What can I say? This is, this is a stupid this... game. Well, for the first for the for the first time in in many a long year, I think there was one time when when Carl went second. We'll we'll turn to Justin before he goes before he goes on top of the league, and then he may inevitably moans for forty six <sighs> games that he never gets well, to pick anything. What are you going to go for? You, this is your one and only chance to go for one all. Yeah, it is. Uh... Can we have a one all? Just one per season. No. What, like a joker? Stop trying to complicate it. <laughs> well, I've got one in the bank, basically. <laughs> well, I might not I'll use, bet you have. I might not use mine yet. So, so just to recap, John's get back gammon <laughs> has, gone, has gone nil-nil. John's back gammon has gone nil-nil. Richard's nil. gone three-nil. Random, random stupidity has gone three-two. EFL forecast from uh, from QPR them is Richard Honey has gone three-nil to the Hornets. Oh, what are you going for, Justin? This is way this more complicated than it needs to He's be. Why can't I just say one-one? <laughs> I'll have one one, Pete. Yeah, I'll have one one. Fuck it. He's, <laughs> have one, I'm one. gonna give it a, I'm gonna give you the one one today. Because you're you're gonna have to get your head around this in future. Carlos, one one has actually gone, I'm afraid. Okay. He, As I has three go... nil, three two, and nil nil. Good yeah. luck. Carlos go four nil. Four nil, mate. I'm I'm tempted, yeah. I'm gonna have four nil. Yeah. <laughs> you can have four nil. 
We're going to go Watford for, Watford for QPR nil. Yeah, I love I love the fact that we sit here each time. What do your kits we, look we like? It. What do your <laughs> kits look like? Right. Yeah. Okay. There we go. We've got the forecast. We can now start talking about kits, everybody. There you Good. go. There you go. Let's get onto it okay. once again. Possibly the worst prediction league in the world. Great. Even worse. Brilliant. <laughs> right. Kits. Right. Okay, so our home kit looks like a yellow top that's been run over by a tractor. The... Do you want me to get it? Oh, yeah, yeah Carl, Carl yes. can demonstrate yes. this for you. Well, you've got a tractor. No, it's not going to show you a tractor. No, no, it's going to show you the new kit. Uh, our second kit looks like Northampton in 1996, being sort of maroon and whitey cream, horrible. And the new third kit is a light blue, which is, for me is probably the best of the bunch, but the sponsor, Mr. Q, looks terrible on all of them. Um, <laughs> Who's that? You'll see Mr. in a minute. Q? It's That's a betting cool. thing. Oh, mate, no, I'm not impressed this season at all, so I'm not going to buy any of them. Until they're invariably sort of £15 on the last game of the season, then I might. It's so shit it fell on the floor. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Does that not yeah. clash with the ref? Quite a lot of yellow on the back. Yeah. No, no, you... no traditional red. Is is the it's it's very Borussia Dortmund for me if I had to describe it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's all right. Yeah, I've grown to I've grown quite I've grown to like it. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Who who made it? Who's who's the maker? Kelmay. Kelmay, same uh, same one we've had for the last uh, two or three seasons now. Yeah, Yeah, two or three seasons now. Do they do anybody else or is it just Watford? No, they I don't. They do Spanish. um, Yeah, they're more um, tennis and that sort of. Stuff. They used right. to do. Uh, they made Real Madrid's shirt in the sort of early nineties. Uh, here, here, here we go. I, I know you want to talk about Watford, but did you know that that it is the eighty fifth anniversary of the Beano? I did see something about this. Yes. Did you know that we've gone back to the Dennis the Menace shirt that you'll see on Saturday for that oh, reason? Oh wow! Talking about oh, nineteen eighty two Cup final replay. No, there that was go. red. It was red and black, wasn't it? Oh, no, just red with black. Yeah, red shirts, yeah. black shorts. Yeah, yeah. But oh, this is still red and black hoops like Dennis the Menace. It's sexy. That's that's the one you'll be my, buying. My it. lad's got it with dikes. He's got dikes on the back of it, number nine. Right. Uh, but I I like looking at him from the front, so I don't have to look at his name. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he turns around. I, I have to. Okay. I have to turn around. No, none of them really a winner for me. This 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 year. The, the, the third kit released today. There's the third kit. The socks yeah. are very nice. It's a bit, it's a bit Man City esque, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, you've cheered me up, Richard, because I, I wasn't really looking forward to Saturday. I'm thinking, yeah, we got rid of a lot of the players. We haven't really signed anyone, and and you come in here, predict three nil Watford, tell us how bad QPR are. Look, yeah. optimistically, you're looking at relegation this season. Yeah. I, I just hate to think what your pessimism looks like, to be honest. The government want us to go into recession for a reset. I want QPR to go down, uh, essentially, a simile. I want us to go down and reset. Hmm. That does seem rather... You've done it before. You've done it before. We've done it before, so I think we should do that. I'm just, I just, I'm not going to be miserable this season. I'm just going to pick up the Sunday... Well, look at my phone on a Sunday morning and go, for fuck's sake. And I'll do that <laughs> once a week. And... <laughs> <laughs> and that will be my week. I won't have to spend loads of money following them up and down the country because I'm not going to follow a team that's bottom of the league. So um, we, we do I'll it. save some money this year. But I'd love to come back on the podcast when we're at Loftus Road. Do you know why we had to play the game at your place this weekend? Yeah, because you pulled your pitch up and couldn't fix it yeah. in time. Laughable. Absolutely laughable. Could be worse. You could be Luton Town. I hate Luton Town. <laughs> I hate Luton Town. I, 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 what a tin pot side. I'm just going to say that. Absolute yeah. tin pot. Can't even get your bloody shit organised. Uh, 
yeah. they're just anyway. they're just a horrible little li- and they are little little yeah. club. Yeah. The, th- the thing is, is that them having chosen to and 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 I have to say, fair play to them because the easiest thing in the world for them would be to decamp to Stadium MK, reap in thirty thousand in terms of you know tickets, not do anything at Kenilworth Road, and then yes. because they're going to be they're going to be going, but instead they're spending twenty million of their hundred million short, you know kind of uh, kind of windfall on doing up a stadium which is going to be dead in two years anyway, and pissing off everybody whilst they're part arsing around with uh, with fixture congestion to do it it's kind of a it's kind of well played on one hand and what the fuck are you thinking on another so uh, anyway who knows who knows who knows who knows yeah who knows but enough of them we shan't be looking at those we'll just we'll just look in at the last basically the last people to play presumably on match of the day unless they've been gubbed nine nil by one of the top <laughs> six in which case they'll be part of the top are you not too old do you not like fall asleep well before the end of match of the day i'm too <laughs> I hate, old i, I hate match of the day now i can't stand it i fall, I, I, I fall I asleep before the beginning of match of the day <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I fall asleep watching qpr so i'm i'm asleep by half four <laughs> this is all reasonable this is all very oh, reasonable man, man. The, the only man good. less cheerful than uncle ron about the forthcoming season and we found him it's richard what uh, you managed I, to do I, is bring out suspicious. a 3-0 and a 4-0 win is just astonishing level of uh of, 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 of mental therapy and emotional emotional triage if, if we score i promise i will I will pull my pants down and run down the road if we <laughs> Right, hang on. Oh dear. That is recorded. That's a legally binding contract. Is it? In, yeah, I'm afraid in, so. In the state of Lithams and Ants. Absolutely. Well, no, hang on. Happened, happened, I think... It happened to me against Liverpool. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it did happen to you against Liverpool. I think you're down this way, aren't you, on Saturday, Richard? Um, my brother's celebrating his 25th wedding anniversary, so... Happy wedding anniversary, Phil. Uh, and that's in Farnham Common, so I'm not that far away from you guys on Saturday. Yeah, but far enough away uh, if you are with your pants down, both, we don't have to see it, which is both, nice. Yeah, I will because I'll be drunk. But <laughs> the whole my family and my brother's wife's family, staunch QPR fans, all of them. So the whole house is going to be QPR. So that's that's uh, that's the only good thing. Hmm. But it won't be good if they lose three nil, four nil. Small small confession, my uh, my mother's a QPR fan. Oh, what? Because, I, yeah, because, I because fucking Rod- love your mum. Is... Yeah, because of Rodney Marsh. She used to yeah. go all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she ran on the pitch once. Did she? Yeah, and attacked Rodney Marsh. Yeah. Did she? Her, her and her, her and her sister. It's all coming out tonight, isn't it? <laughs> how come? How come you then became a Watford fan? I don't get that. But I was, I was. I was uh, I lived in uh, St James Road, which is literally just off Vicarage Road, so I could see the stadium from my bedroom window. So it didn't, oh. didn't really make a lot of sense to, you know, support you. <laughs> Change at Harrow on the Hill and go all the way to Ricelip or whatever it is you have to do. Go at the yeah. Central Line. Yeah. Well, well, exactly. Ricelip, Ricelip will be empty. Ricelip will be empty on Saturday. It just be they're all up be over here. <laughs> eating yeah. doner kebabs and breaking windows. Yeah. Well, I, I said to Justin, because I did ask if he could get me a ticket, because I couldn't get a ticket at QPR, and he couldn't get me a ticket, or he didn't want to get me a ticket. No, I couldn't get two. you two, is what I said, Richard. That's oh, right. And But I do yeah. know that there's a lot of QPR fans planning on sitting wherever they want to sit in your ground on Saturday. I, it always happens. It yeah. always happens. I And we've said it before when we spoke to you, the worst one was when you got promoted. That was yeah. awful. They were all over the place. Was it an awful? Was, I, I couldn't get a ticket for that day, but my mates went and they said it was a great day. 
Yeah, funny yeah. that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Neil Warnock, 2 0. Tommy Smith scored against us. Yeah. yeah what well, was not to like, eh? Christ. Yeah. Although yeah. Uh, I, I was sitting next to you, Richard, when uh, Doyley's flying header. Yeah, that night. yeah, we won't talk about that. We, we won't, we won't, I forgot about that. I forgot that one. Do not scratch your eyes! Thank you very much for joining us once again, Richard. It's been a pleasure to talk to you about QPR. You get more and more downbeat every time we meet. And yet, and yet, you've beaten us every time we've spoken to you. So that, that pattern has to change at some point. Good luck. Well, we won't be inviting you back. Yeah, we won't be inviting simple. you back. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Good luck for the rest of the season, apart from Saturday yeah. and whatever date it is in April when we meet again. And yeah, thank you very much for coming on Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Pleasure. Lovely to see you guys. Good luck on Saturday. Try and keep the score down a bit, yeah? We don't want to be too greedy, do we? <laughs> it's not, yeah. it's not Trust me, trust me. Bio. That's all That's all the name you'll need to know. You'll, you'll, you'll read about him spooning the ball over, possibly. Yeah. Top Bio. goal scorer in the championship next season. Top yeah. goal scorer in the championship. Bio is our gubbins, basically. So, uh... <laughs> well, I've made you a pledge. If we win, or no, if we score, I'll run around the garden with my pants and trousers around my ankles. We don't need to I see it, it, though. I'll just tell us. You don't have to prove you know, it. Send, it. send it to Justin no, via WhatsApp. Please, That's what you like. send it. <laughs> Please don't send it to me. I don't need to see certain things. Great. Thank you very much, Richard. It's, uh, it's been All a right. pleasure. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Thank oh, you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.